0: Welcome back to our program, everybody. Uh, it is, uh, let's see, President's Day. Uh, we're taping this on Friday, the 12th, and so uh, the airing of the program today. So our next guest is going to be Gino Fernandez, as I mentioned. He's our cleanup hitter, but unfortunately he's still in the, in the batter's box somewhere. Uh, we're having some problems uh, contacting him, but we're in search of doing that now. It, I'll tell you what, what the, some of the topics we we're going to talk about with Mr. Fernandez when he gets on the line is um, there has been some really good news um, in the Catholic school community right now. Um, quite frankly, I think for a year that's been so difficult with the COVID situation and coronavirus and all we've been through, um, I I really think when we look back on the year 2020, 2021, uh, in terms of the history of Catholic schools, this year is going to be an exemplary uh, year in terms of the example that the Catholic school leadership, uh, the teachers— uh, the people who work in the Catholic schools have demonstrated, and it's just been amazing that they've been able to continue on educating. They've done it safely. Uh, they've had challenges. They've overcome those challenges. And I think one of the things that we wanted to talk about with Mr. Fernandez was that um, in trying to thank those employees for that, we, we've created is what's called the uh, Gratitude Fund. And on the line now with us after that great introduction is Gino Fernandez. Gino, are you with us?
1: I am. I didn't hear the great introduction, but I'm I'm happy to hear it when when the program airs.
0: Well, you're the cleanup hitter, so you better come through. (laughs) So I was just saying that you know we have a lot of good new things to talk about. You know, it's Catholic Schools Week. Uh, We have the Gratitude Fund. We have good test results from the iReady. We have the application for the scholarship tax credit going on. You know, it's been a rough year, but I think we've, you know, to use the saying, we've made lemonade out of lemons. So tell us a little bit about the Gratitude Fund and what went on there
1: and and, and
0: what led to that.
1: Well, Bob, the School Gratitude Fund was born of sort of uh, – the Cardinal and I, um, looking at this unique year, as you called it, um, and seeing who the really heroic workers yeah. you know, at the front lines were. And there are teachers and the staff at our Catholic schools that day in and day out educate the 45,000 kids in the Archdiocese of Chicago. And because our teachers and school staff have made such an extraordinary effort this year from the quick pivot to remote learning to the in-person reopening plan in the fall, we felt they deserved not only our appreciation, which we always give them, but some re- you know, remuneration. So um, shortly after Thanksgiving, um, we began you know a campaign uh, in Chicagoland uh, to help our teachers, help our principals, help our janitors and the frontline staff at our schools. And we were able to raise more than $1.4 million from the generosity of parents, uh, of corporations, of, uh, you know, of the members of the Archdiocesan School Board uh, in order to reward our teachers.
0: And, and I think that that is just great, and I'm sure we all feel the same way. That's just a token of our appreciation, and we know the reasons why Catholic school teachers, employees, the maintenance staff, the leadership, everybody does this. is It's mission driven. I mean, it's really we're here because of our our faith, because we care about uh, educating young children to be the best people they can possibly be. And it's mission driven. But, you know, even with the dedication that they've that they've uh, demonstrated, it's still good just to say thanks in in, in a way that's tangible. And I'm sure, uh, you know, there's there's really no financial remuneration we could do that would be appropriate for some of the sacrifices these
1: people have made. It's it's been an incredible journey with them. That's very right, Bob. I mean, I I have met a lot of our frontline teachers and um, and principals, and they are in it because of the mission of Catholic education. They are in it in, for the kids themselves to educate uh, them in faithful citizenship um, with great academic standards, but with a faith-filled you know, moral environment. That's why our parents choose Catholic schools I think that's why our teachers, um, you know, our heroic teachers uh, feel fulfilled. Many of them told me that that is why they choose to educate in the Catholic school system.
0: Yeah. It's funny, you know, you were mentioning the pivot that we did last year from uh, from in-person to remote. I had actually kind of forgotten about that. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. It seems like 10 years ago now. So it just tells you what we've been through. And I was saying to the lead-in, I said, you know, I think someday in the future we look back on this year we're going to say, you know, that was really an amazing, what they did was really incredible. I, I, I think sometimes we forget that, because we're in the moment still. But I think we're going to look back on this, and, and thanks to your leadership and many others, I, I think it's going to be one of those moments where we're going to say, geez, that was really remarkable. Um, so the Gratitude Fund is out there, and, and 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 that's kind of underway, and I think we also want to talk about, you know, we, we were kind of touching on just the, the overall, I think the arrow is pointing up for Catholic education and Catholic schools. I, I know our enrollment's down a little bit because of the preschool situation, but I think we're going to rebound real strong from that in 2021. And, and I think part of that That rebound is going to be the good work that's been going on with the scholarship tax credit and all the things that's been going on with that. I mean, we have, what, 5,000 kids that now getting scholarship tax credits throughout the state. Uh, I don't know what the specific numbers in the arch, but the donations, um, Anthony Holter was just indicating, were up from 2020, from from last year. So I I feel good about where we are, but we have a long way to go. It's
1: actually 15,000 kids to attend over 400 private schools statewide. But, but, but the first question that you should ask yourself is, why, you know, why, before we get to the tax credit, why this choice for um, uh, Catholic education or private education um, is so appealing to many of our families? And, and if you just read the Tribune yesterday, I don't know if you got a chance to read the article, they reported on the outstanding learning gains yep. that have been achieved by our students, right? Um, and, when, and you mentioned the pivot to remote learning. A lot of people said that that pivot was going to disproportionately affect the most vulnerable in our communities. Uh, and, in fact, it did. Nationally, you know, the numbers for, in the iReady test were 67% uh, in learning growth in math and 87% in reading. That's nationally. Our schools, our kids in the Archdiocese of Chicago experienced 105% <laughs> of expected learning growth in math and 130% in reading. And, um, that, and that was because of the great pivot our teachers did to remote learning and the fact that we opened up our schools in, you know, in the fall. So all those reasons are reasons I think parents want to choose Catholic education. And, and the sad part is, Bob, there are many parents you know, who, who, who need help, who need to yeah. – there's an affordability issue. And that's where the Illinois Tax Credit Scholarship Program comes in. Uh, you know as you said there's there's a huge number of underprivileged kids who are able to attend high quality education and now is the time a donor who before could give only $1 can give $4 now um, and, you know, receive the rest as tax credit and designating that to the school of their choice. I, I really do encourage people to go through the process. It's a little complicated, right? You go to mytax.illinois.gov, you, you apply for the tax credit, then you designate it with organizations like Empower Illinois, Um and then you educate the students that they need. We need everyone to do this, Bob, because this is the way we can actually help more people take advantage of the great benefits of Catholic education.
0: Absolutely. And and I was saying earlier, and I'll say it again, Empower has some excellent videos, and they have now—you uh, know, if you go on their website, empower.org, they can walk you through. There's a little chat feature um, they have people standing by. So I think you would indicate it can be a little intimidating, but it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It can be done, and power has some excellent opportunities. And to your point, Gino, you know, that, you know, think about that. And and by the way, I'm filing my taxes like the next couple of days, so I'm really happy because now I'm seeing the fruits of my tax credit that I gave. Uh, I see that 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 check coming in. Uh, the, 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 I'm going to get a rebate from the state this year because I, I, I donated. And, you know, you get 75 percent credit on your state taxes and that you know that helps people um you know i'm not i'm not extra wealthy by any sense but you know i'm like an average donor you don't have to give don't feel like you have to give you know thousands and thousands of dollars i mean if you can do it but you know what the median donation is like a thousand dollars so you know anybody can give to this it doesn't have to be just the uber wealthy it can be you know middle class people with a couple extra bucks and maybe you don't need that stimulus check or maybe you need a portion of it take some of that and donate it to this very worthy cause
1: and not just donate, but I think many of some of your listeners may be parents who have actually taken advantage of the uh, tax, you know, via Power Illinois and the tax credit scholarship and received the scholarship, right? Mm-hmm. It's so important um, in this environment for those parents to reach out to your local legislators right. to tell them how you've been oh, helped, right? right? To tell them how you've been helped by this program. Because, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, gets debated uh, in Springfield and other, and other places about, and the budget is a hard question. Mm-hmm. But we need this program to continue and not sunset. And the best way to do that is for all of us who have actually seen the good work that this has done for our most um, vulnerable populations to go and talk to your legislator about why this program needs to
0: continue. Absolutely. And Catholic Conference of Illinois, as well as Empower, um, Goodith Israel, all of those organizations, Big Shoulders, um, are all going to be involved in advocacy in terms of making sure lawmakers know the good work it's done. But our best advocates are people listening to this, people who have benefited from the program or given to the program Uh, need to make their voices heard because that's the way this program will continue. And uh, we'll continue uh, talking about it and advocating for it in the years ahead. And uh, hopefully we'll have a reauthorization here next year. But I think you're going to hear a lot about that in the next couple of years. So a lot of, like I said, a lot of good stuff going on with Catholic education. Um, A lot of people involved doing really yeoman's work. It's really gratifying to see. And like I said, I, I think the arrow is pointing up for Catholic education writ large. And I'm very optimistic about the future. Gino, thanks for taking some time to join us this morning. Uh, Looks like they are got to run. And so thanks for uh, taking some time this morning as well as to our other guests. Uh, We had uh, Chris-Ann Murphy on, um, Anthony Holter, uh, Gino Fernandez, we just talked to, and Representative Adam Nieberg. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference. We'll be back on the third Monday in the month of March. Wow, that sounds like it could be actually above five degrees in March. Thanks for listening, everybody. Got to run. Have a good day. Good week. Uh, God bless. And uh, looking forward to talking again soon.